Hello, hello. Welcome to Rethink Your Health with Jen Madden. I am your host, Jen Madden. And I just want to let you know that it is 8.30 at night and I'm recording this podcast. Now, some of you may be thinking, okay, so what, Jen? And those of you who know me are thinking, girl, you're pulling a late one. This is my bedtime. This is when I'm shutting down, getting ready for bed. And sometimes this is when I'm already in bed. If there's a whole world that happens at 8.30 at night, the sun is setting, it's absolutely gorgeous, people are still out and about, and I'm like, oh, that's fascinating, a world happens at 8.30 at night? So the reason I'm up is because I just went to hot yoga. There was um, there's a hot yoga studio right down the road from me, and I have been bouncing around the different yoga studios, finding one that is a right fit for me. And I used to do hot yoga pre-pandemic. I've had an amazing yoga studio I went to. I so miss it. And I thought, oh, I really like hot yoga. I've liked the other yoga studios I've gone to, but something special about hot yoga. Well, let me tell you, tonight was something special. (laughs) It was an unwind class. So slow poses that you hold quite lovely. I have done them in the past in a hot yoga studio. And honestly, I've actually fallen asleep in those type of classes. I never, ever fall asleep like that. Some people can fall asleep like at the drop of a hat, not me. Anyway, so I was thinking, all right, um, let me go check this out because that just sounds so yummy and wonderful. And I just want to set the tone that today it was probably in the upper 80s. And I was telling a friend of mine that I was going, and he's like, why would you go into a 90 degree room? So tonight was supposed to be a 90 degree room for um, this unwind class. Supposed to be would be the key word. So I go and I walk into the room and literally the room, I feel like I can't breathe. So right before our class, they had a Bikram yoga class, which those of you who are not familiar with it, they set the room temperature to 105 degrees and they do 26 26 different poses that they hold, I think for two minutes each. And um, you sweat a lot. Well, it was a very hot day. And then they're doing a 105 degree class with a bunch of hot, warm bodies. So you know that the room temperature goes up even higher. And then right after is this class. So that room, in my opinion, was 150 degrees, but it was definitely over 100 degrees. Again, those of you out in Arizona are like, yeah, okay, baby. (laughs) It's been really hot out in Arizona. I get it. Anyway, um, it was somewhat torturous. I was like dripping sweat. I have never sweat like that in a hot yoga class and we really weren't doing anything. (laughs) So anyway, so now I'm awake because I had to come home and take a shower and all the things. So I wanted to record this podcast and I was really struggling with how I wanted to approach the topic. Um, And I will tell you that going to that class and just having some time (laughs) sweating um, gave me some clarity as to what I wanted to talk about and how I wanted to address it. So that was good. And I actually feel like my body's very cleansed because <laughs> I just sweat for an hour, like dripping wet sweat. Anyway, I digress. I am going to talk about happiness. The other day I was out doing my version of hiking, which is walking on a paved path in the woods. That's my version of hiking. And I had a thought that really kind of caught me off guard. But I mean, it just surprised me a little bit. 
The thought I had was, I feel really happy, like genuinely happy. Now, in the past, I have felt content. I have felt satisfied. I have felt grounded. I have felt in flow. And all of those feelings feel really good to me. But happy is not a feeling I feel a lot. And the difference for me, if I was thinking or comparing content with versus happiness, the way it feels in my body, because remember, all of our feelings happen in our body, content is like very grounding to me, very not heavy, but like solid, whereas happy feels very light and energetic, not out of control, but just like just there was a lightness to it. And I was walking and I was like, gosh, I'm really happy. And I started to think about that because I wanted to really like untangle how I got to happiness. Now, I've talked about this in the past. Sometimes I feel feelings and I'm like, I'm just going to let the feeling be and not, you know, analyze it to death and judge it. And that's usually when I have a negative feeling. Like a couple of weeks ago, I was really just cranky. And my brain was like, we should figure out why you're cranky. And I was like, yeah, I don't feel like it. But my brain was like, we should figure out like why you feel so happy. And I was like, yeah, let's do that because happy feels really good. And I also want to know because this is like it's a newer emotion and it's not like I haven't felt happy before. So I want to be very clear about that. But that is my um, dominant feeling these days. I have felt happy, but that was not my dominant feeling. So, you know, just to kind of touch on that, it's like you're going, you know, throughout your day, maybe it's a couple of weeks and your dominant feeling may be stressed because you've got a lot going on or there's like this low hum of anxiety or your dominant feeling is like determined um, or even content. Now, around that dominant feeling, you have all the feels, right? You're still feeling all the things because you're a human living in this world, For me, feeling happy has not been a dominant feeling for me in a very long time. I honestly couldn't tell you when. Um, I really felt happy. And that's not to say I lived like this depressed, sad life. It just is a different feeling in my body. So I really did want to kind of peel that back and see why or like really just uncover like the reasons why I feel happy. Now, of course, I have to just remind you that there is nothing outside of me that is causing my happiness. My feelings come from the thoughts I have, but I'm obviously having thoughts about my life that are creating the feeling of happiness for me. So I always have to explain that because here's the thing. I was struggling with this topic because we are taught or socialized to believe we should be chasing happy, right? Find your bliss. You know, happy is where it's at. I don't know if anyone says that, but you know what I mean? Like it's always about going after the thing so that you can finally feel happy. So I was struggling with how I wanted to talk about this topic because that's not what I'm talking about when I talk about like finding your happy. For years, I thought happiness was going to come in the version of a thin body or happiness was going to come in the version of a big job with a paycheck or finding the perfect partner or the perfect house or what the perfect vacation, right? I really thought that chasing the quote unquote American dream was going to fulfill me and make me feel happy. And so I went after all of that and it did the opposite, the complete opposite. I did not feel happy. I felt miserable because the things I was going after weren't attainable or they would never be enough because there's nothing outside of you that can create happiness for you. The other thing 
is when you are going after happiness based on somebody else's version of it, you're not going to get there. And that, I think, unfortunately, is the problem that we have in society. We are living at a time when people are so miserable, so unhappy. I mean, the mental health crisis is off the charts. People are anxious. People are depressed. And yet... We have more in our lives. We have abundant lives. We have things at the snap of our fingers, right? So we have everything that we need, and yet we are not a happy bunch. Am I right? So as I was thinking about why I'm feeling so happy, it's two different things for me. The first one is the biggest one is I have intentionally created the life that I'm living now. It was not easy. And if you've been following my journey, I've shared, you know, some of the highlights and the struggles with you about or what it took for me to get here. But I have intentionally created the life I have now. And the thing that's fascinating is the life I have now is not anything. It doesn't look like anything that I thought my life was going to look like. The things I thought were going to bring me happiness did not. And so I discovered that and I was like, oh, shit, what am I going to do now? And so I needed to obviously have a different approach to my life. I found life coaching. Yay. And I started to really dive into what my version of happiness is. And it required me questioning how I was living my life, questioning the rules I was following, questioning the things I was going after and deciding if they served me, if they were what I truly wanted. And shockingly enough, the majority of the things that I was going after or how I was setting up my life did not make me happy. And quite frankly, they weren't the things I wanted. And so I had to strip those away And I've been doing that for the past couple of years. And recently, I have really like stripped, I was stripped so much out of my life. And now I've been at the point where I'm starting to add things back in. But with like a Maria Kondo, is it Marie Kondo? Marie Kondo um, perspective, like does it bring me joy? And if it doesn't, it ain't going back in my life. And that's the beauty of learning yourself, what you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept. So I have slowly and I'm continuing to curate my life in a way that suits me. And I always add the caveat for now. Right now, a very simple life is bringing me happiness. I love my life. I love the work that I'm doing. Amazing. I never thought that was possible. I love where I live. I love the people that I am interacting with daily. I'm meeting new friends. Hello, Risa. I am living the life that I've wanted, and it's very simple. And so I was thinking about that. And I think part of the problem is we live in a society that is always seeking more and the more you get, it's never enough. So you need a little bit more and then that's not enough and then a little bit more. A great book, actually I just bought it, the book. Um, it's called, oh shoot, I don't have it in front of me, but I think it's like Dopamine Nation. Um, and the author was on Hidden Brain, the podcast and NPR show, Hidden Brain. And she really does a fascinating or a fantastic job explaining how we are more addicted in our society 
beyond what we normal beyond the things that we normally think people are addicted to like alcohol and drugs and sex people are addicted to their cell phones people are addicted to shopping right it's the I just need a little bit more and I'll feel good I'll just need a little bit more and I feel good and it's just not enough and you need a little bit more to feel good right and so we're chasing something in order to feel good because again we think that something outside of us is going to cause that and it's not what we want and it's not enough and so we keep going after and it's still not we're still not satisfied so we're miserable so when you can strip out like things from your life it is the simple things that bring us happiness now i say that Again, not saying my version of a happy life is your version of a happy life because we are different people. So as I was thinking about this topic, what I wanted to encourage you to do is to start to think about what your version of happy looks like. And it's not going after these things, these external things based on what somebody else tells us is going to make us happy. It is going after the life you want because it will make you happy because you will have thoughts about your life that will make you happy. But it will be, the thoughts will generate that feeling of happy because they will be of your choosing, of the of your interest, the things that make you excited and ready to hop out of bed in the morning, right? So it is your version of happiness, not anyone else's. And again, I'll go back to this time and time again. We are unique individuals. We are so different. That's why we all can't have the same bodies. That's why we can't all have the same jobs. Excuse me. We're all different, which means The things that are going to bring us joy and happiness are going to be different and unique to you. And I'm not saying you should spend your life chasing that, but you sure, you should spend time determining what makes you happy because happiness is part of life. Happiness feels amazing. And yes, even in my current state of happy, I am having all the emotions still, all of the human emotions. I am still grieving the loss of my dad. My God, the passing of Tony Bennett, the fact that he had Alzheimer's and the clips that I was watching just really triggered like thoughts I had about my dad and he had dementia. And oh my God, this weekend I was grieving and grieving and grieving. And yes, people still annoy me. But my dominant emotion has been happiness. And that'll change just depending on what happens in my life. And, you know, life is 50-50. But it's really important for me to understand what is bringing me happiness and not let it just be something fleeting. Because a lot of times what will happen, I think it was Brene Brown that said, people, the, the emotion that people are most afraid of is joy. Because as soon as they feel joy, right away, they panic and they're waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's not going to happen. I tell my clients this all the time. Like there is fear of like feeling good because they're like, well, but then like, what if I don't feel good anymore? And I'm like, yeah, you're not going to feel good sometimes. (laughs) Like right now you feel really good and sometimes you're going to feel really bad because that's living life. The difference is once you learn that, you embrace it. Which leads me to the other reason why I think I'm happy is I am coming off a very difficult time in my life. 
as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, the first half of the year was so hard. And I think now that I'm on the other side of it, I can fully appreciate my life, the setup of my life, the fact that I'm now in it and not worrying about having to, you know, hop in a car and drive back to New York or just have the stress of not knowing what was going to happen with my dad or even my mom, right? So I think because I'm on the other side of that and I'm now currently in my life that I've curated and I'm actually living it, I have the, a greater appreciation for the happiness. So having that hard time, ooh, sorry, I just hit the mic. Having that hard time in the beginning of the year is normal. It's called life, right? But it's making me appreciate the time that I'm living right now so much more. If we were happy all the time, we wouldn't even know that we're happy all the time because we don't know the opposite, right? So you need the balance of emotions. But instead of thinking, oh, I don't want to chase happiness, I want you to figure out what your happiness is and make sure that you are folding it into your life. Not that it's the this goal that you're constantly going after because that is just not obtainable. There is no there, right? You know, clients always just want to get there. Once I'm there, once I'm thin, I'll be happy. Once I'm, you know, have the job, I'll be happy, right? There is no such thing as there. Life is a journey and life is going to ebb and flow. But you want to make sure when it's flowing, it's flowing with the things that you like. So to do that, I want to just encourage you to embrace who you are, your uniqueness, right? Not conforming to what society says should bring us happiness. Sometimes it's like the simplest thing, sitting down and reading a book or having a conversation with a good friend or watching the sunset as you're recording a podcast. My God, I have the best view for my office, right? It might be just the simplest things that bring you happiness, or it may be something that's more complicated, right? You know, figuring out some sort of like, I want to like go to like a math problem that might bring you happiness. It is whatever fits your personality and your life, right? So I want you to embrace your individuality and stop trying to fit into these notions of happiness that are fed to us, right? So there's that part of self-acceptance. I have gotten to the place that I'm at because I have done the work to fully accept who I am in every aspect. And yes, I still have work to do, but I have done so much work to get here. And the bulk of that work was just really just accepting and acknowledging who I am for good or for bad. That is the power of self-awareness is when you really understand who you are, you can start to understand your desires, the things that you value, the things that you need to fill you up, right? And the more you spend time thinking about these things, the greater clarity you're going to have about what brings you genuine joy and contentment. Now, I understand that everyone has different life circumstances, so it's going to vary, right? My life is very different than a lot of people. I don't have a family to take care of. I don't have a husband, right? I have, I have a lot of space in my life, again, of my design, but, I, but recognize that just because, again, this is my version of happiness, it's not going to be yours, and it doesn't mean that you need to change your life circumstances to fit a version of happiness. You have to look at your life and see how you can start to fold in more moments 
of happiness, the things that you really enjoy, intentionally bring them into your life. Or again, and I've talked about this in the past, look at the things, look how you're spending your time right now. Like go through a day, go through a week, see how you're spending your time and ask yourself like, is this adding to my life or taking away? Because you have a choice. And maybe one by one, you start to either reshape what that activity, event, person looks like, or you eliminate it. And then you allow space for something new to come in. And I want you to start doing this now, right? There is no perfect time to start figuring it out. I used to think that like, oh, all right, well, when I have this much money in savings or I've done this with my career or, you know, fill in the blank, then I can start to create the life that I want. There's a bunch of crap. Life is short. This is the time to start doing the things for you. There is no like, you don't know, and you've heard this before, but you don't know that tomorrow is guaranteed for you. So just putting it off, not going to benefit you, right? So start focusing on the present moment and see how you can start adding things in now. And it doesn't have to be a revamping of your whole life. That doesn't work. Kind of like when you break up with dieting and you start to allow all the foods, it's very difficult to just like fully allow yourself to eat all the foods without judgment, right? You have lots of untangling of diet culture beliefs that you have to undo so that you can start to really like pay attention and determine for yourself what things you want to add in and keep for you in your life. Okay. So I guess my point in all of this is chasing happiness isn't a bad thing. It's when it is your primary focus or or your thought is, well, if I attain these things, then I will be happy. It's less about that and it's more about what are the things for you, uniquely you, that are going to bring you happiness throughout your day, throughout your life. And making sure that you are actively going after them, folding them into your life, while also recognizing that life is 50-50 and you need to feel and experience the full range of emotions to really appreciate the times that you're happy. All right, my friends, just want you to know happiness is available to you. And remember, it's not a destination. There is no there, but it is a continuous exploration of self-discovery and growth. And when you do those things, you will find that there are more moments of happiness, true happiness based on what you desire happening in your life on a regular basis. And then maybe... And maybe you already have these moments, but maybe you'll be walking or doing your version of hiking and you'll be like, oh my gosh, I feel really happy. That is my wish for you. All right, my friends, it's time for me to start winding down. Have a beautiful week and I will talk to you next time. Take care.